Hey everybody, Sean here. Just uh, doing a quick little episode here. This was before we got into our Infinity War talk. So this is just Andrew and I talking about some trailers and uh, Ready Player One. I think a little bit of a quiet place, possibly. But uh, yeah, we're going to call this a lightning round. Going to maybe make a thing out of this since uh, we're both busy dudes. I don't have time to talk for three, four hours at a time. So uh, we might try doing some more of these. So uh, without further ado, here's the first lightning round. There we go. That's 30 seconds of me doing that noise, Sean. <laughs> that was our that's our new intro. That that's sounded very uh Doug-esque. Ooh. Yeah, man. Uh let's do a quick mini one before we get We're doing into a, the, This is a lightning round. A little yeah. uh Catching up with Andrew and Sean. Catch up with Andrew and Sean. Catch up about movies and sometimes Sean's Chewbacca mug. What's up with that? Let's talk mugs. You want to you want to know how old this thing is? How old is that mug? This is um, special edition old. This was like when they revamped everything and were like marketing everything before they like. This is 1997, maybe. Well, that's. That's pretty fucking legit. Sean, you do know that Chewie might die on that train heist. Yeah, I don't right? know. That's a great segue. We should I, just go right into it. It we're, is, but real quick. We're going to be talking Han Solo trailer. Cheers. Coffee. Clink. But what am I doing out of bed? What am I doing out Sean, of bed? I hate I, Mondays. What am I doing everyone out of bed? Hates, everyone oh, hates Mondays. Oh, brother. You can call me Garfield, buddy, because I hate Mondays. And you can call me Dilbert, because I am sure in the workplace. Anyway... <laughs> Anyway, let's talk, I guess, the solo trailer and how I feel like neither of us are on board. I don't, is anyone on board? Uh, the investors? <laughs> Donald Glover. <laughs> Donald Glover fans. I'm on board for Lando. All right. I, yeah, I think he's going to be the shining star. I also wouldn't be too mad if he got his own spinoff movie, which I'm probably sure they're going to try to do. Yeah, I feel like I'd rather have seen a Lando movie where Han Solo pops up for five minutes exactly. at this point. And like, that's like a low point in the movie where he loses the ship or something like that. Some like rando. I don't know. I feel like there's a way to do that that's not too like jerk off motion. Like, wink, wink, nudge, nudge. Yeah. Like, look at this guy. You guys know Han Solo? Yeah. Well, you know what? That'd be funny if they actually made this movie that in reshoots because they're just trying <laughs> to bury Alden Aaron, right? And they're like, well, Donald Glover's good, so let's just do that. Yeah. Especially because he's, like, he's just trying to be so cool. It looks like he has, like, a robot wife or something. Like, I don't know what the, the relationship there is. Oh, what if God. that's... What if that's Lobot? And like over the course of the movie, that robot just gets built up more and more human, bicentennial man style until that's Lobot. <laughs> and then it's just it. Robin Williams. <laughs> <laughs> they CGI recreate oh. Robin Williams because oh. Disney oh. has no soul, and they'll yeah. blow, they're they're not above that. He'd be a Wookiee though. He's that hairy. Remember how hairy Robin Williams was? <laughs> Hello. R.I.P. That was me doing the the Mrs. Doubtfire. Hello. Hello. But through a Chewbacca noise. Hello. Oh, 
man. Also, I saw, um, the, I saw the trailer last night before Infinity War, and Chewie at the end, like, he's like, what, you're 190 years old? And then he goes, and then he's like, yeah, you do look good, buddy. But Chewbacca 100% just says, I look good. And, yeah, yeah, all right. It's, <laughs> it's not even like they're trying to Chewbacca language it. Yeah, or I agree it, with it or anything. I, um... I didn't even see the trailer before Infinity War. I walked in at like halfway through the Incredibles two trailer, yeah, and and then the movie started. So I was like, "Damn, that was cutting it close." Yeah, uh, Incredibles. Uh, let's talk Incredibles two then, because I don't want to talk about Solo yeah. anymore. Our thoughts I've on Solo are out there. Yeah, it's it's. Not, I'm gonna be there opening weekend for Solo. Yeah, reluctant as hell. Just like, and I'll, it's probably I'll be gonna no be rush. fine. I'm not going to be in any rush, but, like, I'm also... I have no plans Memorial Day weekend, so I'm going to be there. Yeah, I'll probably end up going. God damn it. I know. Uh, fucking Disney. Um, yeah, I... What's next week, by the way? Is there any summer movies next week? Is there anything next week? Like... I don't think so. I think the reason why <laughs> Avengers moved up was so they could give more room for Solo. Like, let this die out and before Deadpool. Solo comes out. Deadpool. Deadpool comes out two weeks from now? Yeah. I think it's like three weeks or something like that. I think there's like two or that three weeks. That trailer was so good. Yeah, talk Deadpool then. Deadpool 2 looks fucking great, and it's going to be a real good time. Uh, I like that he's building the team, because I feel like like he's putting a team together. He's like, oh, we got to do it for a long-term franchise and blah, 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 blah. I kind of hope every single member of the team gets killed, and he's just like, "What? We had the whole <laughs> like." And he like brings out a board of all the plans. We had like four movies. Pre- yeah, he's got like the, yeah. the movie release date exactly, <laughs> and like Peter's the uh, only one. So then, like, it ends with a trailer for Peter the movie or something. Who's just a normal guy? <laughs> I would love that so much. Uh, jug- juggernaut people think are in it. Oh, which would be great. I think the I think Deadpool could. Doing Juggernaut right instead yeah. of referencing a, a funny YouTube video from no, 12 I think, years ago. Well, I think Vinnie Jones should 100% still be Juggernaut. <laughs> I, uh, um, I, yeah, he was fine. It's just, you know, the... Make him yeah. gigantic and CGI and, like, a big metal dome. Because there's, like, a quick one half of a second of Colossus punch, punching a big, like, metal dome. And it's all kind of welded together. And there's been rumors Juggernaut's going to show up. And there's mm-hmm. also, like, a, a heat signature or something like that on, like, a screen at one point, I think, in the convoy. Um, and it just looks like it's, like, a huge f- fucking hulking person. So it's, like, that'd be cool. Uh, our upcoming guest yeah. for the Infinity War talks. Oops, I dropped my phone. I was talking to him, and he was, like, I, Juggernaut. And, like, he has a f- Juggernaut has a friend who I don't remember his name. And he's an Irish dude who, like, him and Juggernaut are, like, drinking buddies. And, like, it's an Irish gangster who has, like, a shillelagh that shoots lasers or something like that. And, like, he was saying there's some, like, random comic where it's, like, the X-Men get Colossus drunk or something. And then they just take him to a bar so he can fight Juggernaut and this other dude. (laughs) And I was like, that's great. So he's basically Patty from uh, Austin Powers. He's basically Patty from Austin Powers. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's just a really bad Irish stereotype. He's a bad Irish stereotype. But he's also, like, ridiculous. But make him the big bad in Deadpool 2. Like, Deadpool, the Deadpool movies 100% should be like, who's the most random fucking, like, 
maybe interesting still character that we can just fuck it. He's the bad guy in Deadpool <laughs> 2. It's a dude with a magic shillelagh. So, yeah, that would be amazing. Yeah. So, I don't think I've laughed harder at a trailer than at the end of this trailer. Peter? It's perfect, yeah. It like, is. The way it's edited, the music, I was just like, this round of applause on the trailer. Like, yeah. I don't know. I, I still don't know how. There's a couple of shots that concern me a little bit, like very CGI heavy. I think Domino is going to be the character with the most CGI bullshit going on around. Yeah. But I think it'll work probably because her sequences are probably going to be real cartoony. It looks like Mm. in the one shot, she's like falling and you just see a giant inflatable panda like behind her. I think they're going to find really ridiculous cartoony things to base her luck off of. Like, yeah. I won't be surprised if somebody slips on a banana peel just near her because of what her power set is. You know what I yeah. mean? Yeah. Um, I don't know. I, I, I think I think she's going to be real cartoony, and I think some of the other characters are going to be like... I don't even know what Terry Crews' powers are. I, I feel like he's just like real tough, probably. He's just Terry Crews. He's just Terry Crews. He does the peck. He does the peck thing. That's I was just power. about to say his mutant power is just animated pecks. Uh, that would be the greatest thing of all time because um, they wouldn't even have to use CGI. Uh, they, yeah, right. They cover his pecs in mocap dots. Um, yeah, no. Uh, I don't know. I'm really excited for that. I think that's going to be great. I haven't watched the first Deadpool in a while. Because I, well, I watched um, all the yeah, fucking it's... Marvel stuff. Mm. I finished Black Panther that's been, Thursday that's morning. That's been consuming my life, dude. That that Marvel Cinematic Universe. Uh, and I still missed three movies. So What did you miss? On the rewatch. Uh, we can save Incredible this. Hulk. Okay. Uh, we could save it, but whatever. Uh, I'll, I'll probably redo it for that one. Incredible Hulk, Black Panther, and... Uh, Thor Ragnarok, and the last two were just because I didn't have time for Infinity mm. War. Yeah, Black Panther. Daddy got a real person job and same responsibilities. <laughs> same. Still, somehow, for some reason, made time for it. And I squeezed Jessica Jones in there. I didn't watch season two ah. of that, and I'm all caught up in Agents of Shield. Agents of Shield made a really crazy turn this newest episode, yeah. and it was like I was like, man, oh God, did not see that coming at all. Um, <laughs> It was it was very effective. They yeah yeah. Um, spoiler alert, Sean. Talbot might be the destroyer of worlds. Holy shit! It might be Talbot, but he got like shot in the head and has like been a comic relief for like all five seasons. It's pretty mm-hmm. crazy. Mm-hmm. Little twist and turn. Little twist and turn. I can't believe that show's been on for five years already. Mm-hmm. I'm. This has got to be the last season. It's they're bringing every single thing back. Like everything's getting called back. Yeah. They're also probably just trying to trim some of the fat. Not saying that the show is fat, but mm-hmm. like, you know, they're saving that budget money for uh, no. whatever happens in Infinity War. Well, there's that. Whatever. No, there's been some amazing looking. Like the the title, the shot in the last episode when it cuts to the title was incredible looking. It was just like a giant spaceship over a lighthouse because like they got tracked down by the aliens that are coming in. Who's like led by Tony Todd? Great. Wow. And it's great. Anyway, um, 
I'm not going to talk to you about Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. because I know you don't care. But the <laughs> this is all – it's not that I don't care. It's just – it's all over my head because I just haven't yeah. gotten into it. I never watched it. Yeah, it's good. It's but, too uh, much. It's too much. I, I still have to rewatch season one of Westworld to dive into season two. I have to do the, that now. That's probably – well, I'm watching One Punch Man right now, but uh, mm-hmm. Westworld is going to be my next – it's it's on my it's been on my list for since it's been out. Have you seen it? I've watched the pilot because I don't I didn't have HBO, okay. but I now have my brother's uh, girlfriend's okay. HBO account because I gave them my Hulu. Tale as old as time. Mm-hmm. Tale as old that's, as that's, time. That's the millennial bargaining. We're gonna barter with like Content. our account information now. <laughs> it's ridiculous. Um, Trade you a Hulu for an HBO, bro. <laughs> Uh, it's so true, though. Um, like Ready Player One, Segway. Segway. Sean, we both saw Ready Player One, and we never got a chance to talk about it. I really wanted to, too, because this was like a movie I could have seen me and you making. Yeah. Yeah. Just just fun references. It is and fun we references. put all the Spielberg references in, because oh, he didn't want to be too self-indulgent, and I get it. Yeah. But he still put the T-Rex in, and... He did. He did the right ones. I think. Yeah. I didn't. I never read the book, but I just. I got a feeling that like because I also read trivia about it, and they were saying how heavy Spielberg centric the book is. I don't even so, think it was. I don't know. Maybe it was just more subtle Spielberg I, stuff. I don't. I don't remember being there being any like real crazy Spielberg stuff. Let's just do a quick discussion of Ready Player One because I wasn't like crazy about it. I wasn't like no, I, I enjoyed it. It was a great movie to see in theaters. Yeah, I really I saw it in RPX, so I saw it in like large format, but I didn't see it mm-hmm. in 3D. And while just because the show times didn't work out, the night, like I had a really bad day, really long yeah. shitty work day, where I got back from like a flight or something, and it all sucked. I was just pissed. So I went to go to the movies. I was like, this will cheer me up. And the only showtimes that worked were all in 2D. But while I was watching it, like watching the the car chase scene, I was just like, I should have seen this in 3D. Like, <laughs> I was like, I would have been. Well, all the coins and shit S- flying around. Spielberg, yeah, Spielberg probably would have done 3D really well because it's Spielberg. He like He wouldn't have just been like, oh, I'll just let the post people can like he no. would have like it's all cgi made it. anyways they would have yeah natively done it i think yeah exactly um i well the one big issue i had with it was like and friend of the podcast chris klein put it in good perspective uh he was i was like their dialogue was like really weird and like cheesy and bad and they said really cliched shit and he's like well yeah it's because like they don't know how to interact with people in real life that's why it's hmm. awkward and weird and stunted and i'm like oh yeah okay i can get um, i can get behind that yeah yeah and i feel like a lot of that comes across better in the book from what i remember but also yeah. i don't i don't remember the book being as like grossly written as it apparently is like, yeah, apparently the book's not very good. No. And I I remember reading it. The first third of it is like, man, pop culture, pop culture, pop culture sure is great. And then the middle part is like, this is starting to get exhausting. And I think I, I could be wrong, but I remembered the ending spoiler alert for the book. Is that okay? Do you care? Oh, no, I'm not. No. Okay. I think he <laughs> he hits the button and he shuts off the Oasis. Like, that's the ending of the book. And it's not like it's open Tuesdays and Thursdays. It's like, no. <laughs> it's close Tuesdays and Thursdays. Oh, that's what um, it was. 
Yeah. I, I'm pretty sure he hits the button and he just shuts off the internet, basically. And I'm like, yeah. By the end of the book, I'm like, yeah, no, no one should live this way. Um, but, like, I feel like they changed the ending just to make try and make a franchise. Because Ready Player Two. Oh, come yeah, on. of course. Yeah. Yeah. Come on. But like, I don't Spielberg's know. He's going to hand it off to, like, J.J. Abrams and, yeah. I would be very interested in that, actually, if it was J.J. Abrams. J. Abrams. Yeah. Um, Mark Rylance, like, though. Dad, Dad, can I make the sequel? I'm not your dad. <laughs> How many times do I have to tell you I'm not your dad? <laughs> can I call you dad? Dad, no. <laughs> We've been through this. <laughs> Just peepaw. <laughs> peepaw Steven, please. <laughs> That's uncle it. Steven? Can I call you uncle? No, George, George is your uncle. <laughs> uncle George. Can huh? you officiate my wedding? Um, so, th- yeah. I liked... Uh, oh, Mark Ryland. He's just so good. He's amazing. Yeah, because in the book I didn't remember, or I don't think I read that character as basically being autistic. And he 100% plays him as an autistic person. Like, right? Mm-hmm. Like, but... There's such a warmth and like it's so interesting the way he like plays him, but I the best part about Rylance's performance is that like that guy the uh, Halliday he's definitely like he's an autistic person but he's like a fucking genius he's very mm. shy and reserved and he likes what he likes and he's brilliant so he can build everything but then when he voices and is the the wizard character Aranak or whatever. Mm. Uh, he the perform the the change in the voice it comes so deep from the chest and is so like charismatic where it's just like there's a magic there just to the performance where it's like Halliday would have to be able to switch that on when he was doing the voice and stuff like that for the character like I I didn't read that as like a he put it through modulation or anything like that I read it as just like he. Had all these like social issues or whatever, but he could fucking switch it on just to be like that wizard character, and like that's that was like something easyish for like something comfortable for the character as well. Exactly, he was he was like it was he was in his own environment, he was in his world that he created. He didn't he had complete control. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I I really liked that element to the performance, and his scene at the end I thought was really good, and yeah, I. uh what were you? Very Gene Wilder, and I also read that he asked Gene Wilder back before he passed away. Um, I was like, yeah, it's oh, would have been it would have been great, but obviously Mark Rylance was amazing as well. Yeah. So was Simon Pegg. Simon Pegg was good. I liked Simon Pegg in it. Um, I had no idea he was in it. I was like, oh, okay, yeah, like cool. Did you know that that Butler was going to be Simon Pegg? Nope. I I just I didn't really think twice about it because I was like oh it's just you know uh, Butler whatever well, it's probably just Eric <laughs> Idle or someone. <laughs> um, I I I'm trying to think of like a Spielberg collaborator Tom Hanks. Tom <laughs> oh fuck Tom Hanks should have shown up in this. Tom Hanks I wasn't he, he in this? Been a great uh, just give him a bad guy. Give him a T.J. Miller character where he doesn't have to show up. I assume that they still mo-capped everybody, right? Well, I, I'm i curious, because I was going to ask you this, actually. 
because Spielberg is on record saying this is up there with Jaws and Saving Private Ryan is the hardest films he's made. Uh, like the most difficult process. So I was like, I feel like they had to do mocap then because what was so difficult about shooting for two weeks with uh, Ty Sheridan? Like, <laughs> <laughs> Well, he kept complaining about how every director asks him to wear a visor and like that. It slowed the whole <laughs> slows the whole process down. Him and Tom, him and Tom Hardy. Yeah, him and Tom Hardy. I don't want to. I don't want to wear my mask no more. That's my Tom Hardy apparently. Um, oh shit, Venom. Venom. We should talk about that. Well, real quick though, what were like your favorite references and stuff that popped up? Because like it was interesting the choices that they made there. I feel across the board. Because, like, it um, seemed like whatever Warner Brothers, vi- like, video game character models they had, they were just like, here you go, Weta. Put these in. Here's the Arkham. Yeah. Here's every Arkham character model we have from the last two games. Yeah. Throw these in. Yeah. Uh, the yeah. Michael Bay oh, Ninja right. Turtles. Oh, dude. All right. So my favorite, probably my favorite element of the whole film, honestly, is... Um, I think I know what you're gonna say. Mendel, ben Mendelssohn, what's his name? Oh, it's evil. Yeah, Mend- let's just call him Ben. His character, his character model is like Ben Mendelssohn. His character model is so good because it just further ex- extrapolates on the fact that he's like really unimaginative and it's just a more muscular version of him. <laughs> he's wearing a suit in like just like thinking about yeah. him creating that character <laughs> and like having no imagination. He's like, ah, oh, yeah, whatever. Just give him a three piece suit and have him be a little stronger. He seems <laughs> like, like evil so Clark good. Kent too, though. He kind of looks Superman-ish. Yeah. It's- yeah. Well, they also do a direct reference to 78 Superman, which I, that was a really good one too with the Clark Kent glasses. Um, that was cool. The, the Zemeckis cube. I like, I like that. Um, um, cause like, I th- also kind of like that. It probably reminded the public that Steven Spielberg didn't direct back to the future. Um, <laughs> um, what else? No, but I, I, I just like kept thinking about that. Like the, it's like the same thought process I have when I watch the lethal weapon five and six of like what happens off screen. What like the arguments that they have while they're shooting Lethal Weapons yeah. five and six? Yeah, and yeah, just like the backstory of Ben Mendelsohn <laughs> trying to create a character for the game and, ju- and it just being like evil Clark Kent, basically. Yeah. He also Mendelsohn's character. Mendelsohn's great in it, but his character is just gross and weird. Where he's just like he's just like a perv, and he has a sticky note with his password like <laughs> taped to the side of his computer. It's great. Do you watch Silicon Valley? No, I need to get into it. Uh, okay, because he's a lot like the the antagonist in that too. Oh, okay. Uh, down to where he like leaves his passwords out like that. Uh, <laughs> it's ridiculous. Uh, uh, yeah, I, it's I, it, it's good. It's a little two dimensional, but it didn't really. I wasn't really looking for a lot of depth in these characters. I was just like looking for a fun turn your brain off kind of movie. Movie. Yeah. Yeah. Like, um, I think Spielberg kind of saw it that way too. He's like, I just want this movie looks like it's going to be a lot of fun to make. And yeah, there's a big, weird, stretchy Mecha Godzilla that shows up at the end. Like, it's it's just a good time. The Mecha Godzilla is yeah. such a goofy fucking design. <laughs> its arms are like all extendo. I was waiting for a bigger Lord of the Rings reference, and I don't think we got it. Which, Although, which one did we get? His lair kind of looked like. What was the Lord, Lord of the Rings reference? 
I'm saying I was just think I was expecting there to be one, mm. but there wasn't like, yeah. a big one or anything. Like um, a Gandalf or a Gollum or somebody. <laughs> Why would someone yeah. be Gollum? I'm sure there's I'm sure there is a Gollum probably in that big fight. Big battle. That you just have to like freeze frame it to find. Yeah. Um, um I my Two favorite references, though. The thing that made me... I laughed for a good minute about this in the theater, because this is probably around the two-hour mark where this moment happens, and it when the Iron Giant got melted by lava, lava and it does the Terminator oh. 2 <laughs> thumbs up, I laughed at that for, like, a so solid good. minute, and at that point, I was, like, just tired. Like I said, I had a really shitty day, and I was like, you know what? I'm so mad that I'm laughing at this this hard, <laughs> but at the same time, I guess this made this whole experience worth it, because it was, like... Yeah. I was like, that's that's great. Um, the oh, but we got to talk about the Overlook Hotel sequence because I think oh, that was awesome. I think that did a thing I've never seen in a movie before, which is it did like the Wizard of Oz um, dolly shot into the Munchkin world where it's all mm-hmm. color. Uh, you know what I'm talking about? It yeah, did that yeah. where there it's all the people in the Oasis and it's like all digital, it's all CGI, and then there's the. Uh, movie theater that says overlook there and the camera dollies forward and then it goes and it's just now it's just like an all film it's it might be a digital recreation to look like film to recreate the overlook but it looks fucking incredible I was like I don't think I've ever seen that before in a movie like that's so good um I want to I hope that they do an extensive behind the scenes in the Blu-ray because I might buy it. Like, I'm curious to see how this was made, what references they snuck in there without us knowing and shit like that. Yeah. The Overlook Overlook sequence was so good. That was probably that was probably the highlight of the movie. Not in the book. I think I had that spoiled for me beforehand. I would have loved if I didn't. But even still, that was the best part. The I, I don't know how I feel about turning the gross uh rotten naked old lady into like a like <laughs> I'm gonna chop you up like cause kids who watch Ready Player One and then watch The Shining, that's not at all what they're gonna fucking get. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like it kinda dumbs it up in a weird way. And it was like, what a weird choice of like what a weird choice. <laughs> you know? It's also all played for last too because it's uh I forget the character's name. Um his friend doesn't has never yeah. seen The Shining. Yeah. Yeah. Which, uh, <laughs> that character was great, too. Yeah. Um, um, Aziz's friend fun. from Master of None. Um, Tom's yeah. going to be here in a couple minutes, I think. Uh, so let's just wrap it up with a quick Venom discussion. Venom trailer. Yeah. Sean, what did you think? <laughs> uh, so I, my boss said, he's like, it, it, it looks like a movie that came out in 2006. I said um, 2003 when I texted you. That's what, or maybe it was you that said it. I said yeah, 2003. You, you I, said 2006. Yeah. And since then, I've yeah. been saying 03 to 06 kind of era. Yeah. It, like some of the, like his tentacle things that come out look really weird and cheesy. It doesn't look finished uh, still. I don't know why they're rushing well, all these. It's definitely not. They're like rushing all these trailers where it's just like, <laughs> did you guys finish any? This comes out in October. You can wait. Just like finish yeah. a couple more shots. What are you doing? That motorcycle shot is the worst fucking thing. Yeah. Cut that out of the movie. Just, I'm just still baffled that Tom Hardy thought this was a good idea. He, you know what? I will say his performance actually seems pretty good. He's yeah, playing two I mean, roles. He's, he's a good actor. He can he can make anything work. Um, I like the I like the idea of the voice talking to him like. Hey. 
Yeah. Eddie. Um, uh, Venom I, looks exactly, almost exactly the same as he did in Spider-Man 3. He looks that's fine. gooier, though. Like, he looks like, you yeah. touch me, but... <laughs> Like he looks, he looks gross, and it's like even his teeth kind of look gooey. Yeah, which is interesting. There's more texture. There's more texture to it. Yeah, I, I think the I, the the mask, <laughs> the head going around, you know, teeth yeah. come down like that looks great. Um, yeah. But I, fuck that motorcycle jump is dumb. I, I really like the moment where a tentacle shoots out behind him and he's attacking the guys in his apartment or whatever, and the trailing is. Now, why would we do that? Is like. That's some good Tom Hardy stuff. Like that's this. That's what you want from Tom Hardy. Like he's just kind of like. Yeah. I don't know how to really describe it other than like that's a good Tom Hardy moment. But it's just like that. Like why would we do that? Like it's so. It, it's it, there's an aloofness there that's like interesting. I, I think they said they're gonna shoot for R. I don't remember if that's gonna if that's the case. They should. Why not? Yeah. Make Carnage. There's rumors Woody Harrelson might be Carnage, which is actually that's pretty good. That's pretty good casting. A friend of mine always said Carrot Top, and I always agreed with that, actually, <laughs> because Cletus Cassidy is a crazy psychopath murderer. He's redheaded, crazy, dirt person. Carrot Top is like a hulking Monster-faced man, basically. Yeah, he looks, he looks terrifying. He's terrifying looking. In fact, you don't even need to put any CGI on you him. Just have Carrot Top running around. You don't. But Carnage's <laughs> thing is like he can turn his hands into like axes and blades and weapons and things like that. The symbiote will turn into like different things. Carrot Top is prop a play. prop comic. And he's like, he would delight in being a serial killer. So just be like, let me ask you a question. And like, that's his only one, though. But he only says, let me ask you a question. That's the only one he says. I don't know what would be scarier, him having the CGI mask face or when it peels back to reveal Carrot Top's face. Um, My spidey sense is tingling. If, if you, you know, know what, what I mean. mean. <laughs> did, you, did you see the meme where it was like a Venom reshoots and they like CGI'd Henry Cavill's like lower face to the Venom face? No, that's ridiculous. <laughs> it's, it's really good. Uh, <laughs> I'll send it to you. I think we walked um, in to the Mission Impossible trailer coming on last night and I'm like, I'm going to go see the shit out of that. Uh, yeah, I'm, I want to see the stash. I want to see what the hubbub's all about. Can we, from this point on, call Henry Cavill the stash? Henry the stash Cavill. Because yeah, yeah. he looks he looks like he looks scary as shit in that movie. There's the one shot where he's, he's he like, does the, he does the punch in the air like he's getting ready yeah. for like the bathroom fight or whatever. That, that looks that looks good. Like Cavill's fucking huge. He's like six four, six five, or something like that. He's like army. He's actually not that tall. I thought he was. It's just Tom Cruise is a little person. That's why. But Cavill still was like. He's like <laughs> no, six Cavill's six like foot. six. He's like six six one. Oh. He's just he's just beefcake. Am I thinking? Of, yeah, he is, Ooh, buddy. Uh, am, I thinking of, am I just thinking of? <laughs> is it hot? <laughs> oh boy! Remember when he fucking was in the oil disaster and he's. Whoosh. Remember when he was whipping up those eggs for Lois in the apartment? <laughs> Telling me he was on omelet bar. 
Talk about people who are on Omelet Bar recently. Uh, we could talk about how many people are on the Omelet Bar in Avengers. They Chris had a full, whole fucking line. They had a whole line of Omelet people. Well, there's a lot of whiths, that. but it's and That's Chris what Pratt. I mean, like a with, 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 and who also introducing, yeah. Uh, <laughs> and introducing, introducing Corvus Glaive. <laughs> um <laughs> But uh, Tony, or what's his name? Tony Stark, Robert Downey Jr. is on Omelette Duty and Homecoming. The 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 Omelette Bar on all the Marvel movies was actually like pretty interesting. I feel like it's and Mark Ruffalo. I could be wrong for Ragnarok. Uh, probably. Or it's probably Anthony Hopkins. Anthony Hopkins. Or Goldblum. I feel like Goldblum's got to be a whiff. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, um, trailer for a new Jurassic World 2. There's been some new trailers we never talked about. I'm back on board. I'm going to see it. I mean, yeah. why not? Yeah, exactly. Um, I don't think it looks bad. I, I'm confused as to why it's like a low-energy gold bloom. I don't know why anybody would ever want to do that. Uh, <laughs> be, um, be Jeff Goldblum. Just what are you be doing? Jeff, yeah, because he's like, these creatures are, they could take over. They could be here. Long after we're gone, welcome. Like it's 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 weird. Where it's like just let him go. Ragnarok yeah. did it, and he's like he's like getting pushed in a chair, like bopping and snapping. It's great. It's like oh no, I didn't. Oh. So you know you can't have a revolution without uh, me. So uh, it's a tie. <laughs> That's. <laughs> that that scene at the end, uh, it's the post credit scene of Ragnarok, but him declaring their revolution a tie, that is fucking funny. That is good. <laughs> but, well, it's um uh, it's a tie, and then it just hard cuts to <laughs> black like Um <laughs> It's my birthday <laughs> What else uh, yeah. Oh going back to Mission Impossible though, I saw the most recent trailer for that. I think it was before they played it before, like, A Quiet Place or something. Also, have you seen A Quiet Place? Oh, yeah, A Quiet Place was fucking good. Really good. Yeah. Two comedy actors, first-time directors doing horror movies, did great horror movies. Yeah. Jordan Peele and John Krasinski. And Jim from The Office, yeah. Um, I, a Quiet Place, the thing with that, we don't have to get into it too much. A Quiet Place, though, like, it's a very easy movie to nitpick. Mm-hmm. But it's still a good movie. Like, there's a lot of stuff that doesn't make it. Like, how is that baby so quiet? Like, you know what I mean? Like, that baby yeah. was born and it was like pretty chill. Like, yeah. there's stuff like that where like some of the rules start to kind of peel back on themselves. But it's it's effective. It feels like sign. Like, it felt like a sequel. I mean, to it signs. was tense. It was tense as fuck. I was like. Yeah, yeah, you know, it was tense as I'm fuck. Making a, I'm making a tense face. You're making a tense Bobby De Niro face. The people that aren't watching, which is everybody, because we don't film them. Um, <laughs> I don't think we should. But the, when we get that, when we get that loot crate money, we'll start shooting them. <laughs> yeah, well, no, because then you'll definitely see the point where I have to go to the bathroom near the end of all these, and I like can't sit still for like 20 minutes. It's like, like a. And then run away real yeah. quick. Uh, liked it. No, but Mission Impossible, I like the whole idea of, I guess, he's he's on his own because there's a fallout. Isn't that all of them? Uh, Isn't that all the movies, though? Because he's like, yeah, it, it's, it seems to me like it's the Furious 8 or whatever it is of the Mission Impossible movies. Like, Vin Diesel's bad. And this oh. is one is where it's like everyone's trying to get... Tom, Tom Cruise. Tim Cruise. Tom, Tom Cruise is like, well, uh, 
L. Ron Hubbard told me that I'm the good guy, so... Guys, we gotta stop this monster. <laughs> we gotta get the Thetans out of us. And everyone's thetans. like, no, you're crazy, Tom Cruise. We're gonna have to come get you now. It's Alec Baldwin. No, Tom. From all, from all accounts, Tom Cruise is a good guy, so I'm just gonna retract that. Like I just think it's funny to make fun of Scientology. Yeah. Um, um, no, it looks great. Uh... Yeah, it looks like uh, it. It feels like the same plot of every, every Mission Impossible is kind of the same plot. It looks like a direct sequel to five because all of them are kind of standalone. It seems like four, five, and six are going to be a little bit of a mini trilogy. I don't think there's any real. I don't remember a lot of connective tissue between four and five. But like, honestly, I wouldn't know. But yeah, I saw four. I saw both of those on dates uh, a while. Ago. I saw four a while ago on a date. <laughs> Um, and because it had the Dark Knight Rises prologue before, so uh, yeah. I saw it in, at the Franklin Institute in Philadelphia's IMAX because it's a film IMAX, and it's the only way to see it. So we saw that, which was fu- it's the the plant crashing this plane. That was like before you could even. It was like when you could barely understand Tom Hardy because right. he did the voiceover. Um, uh, so I don't really remember four. Five I saw in theaters also in a day. I'm pretty sure we were both wine drunk. So <laughs> I just I just differentiate those movies by whatever Tom Cruise's big stunt is, basically. Four is Burst Khalifa, five is hanging on to the side of a plane. Yeah. And then he does a lot of stunt driving in five. Five has like a two part car like chase scene that's like incredible. Um yeah, five was good, but they they beat the bad guy by tricking him into jumping into a hole, and then he's in a glass I box. I remember you telling me that. I will never yeah. not find that amazing and fucking hilarious. He's literally in a glass box, and then they like gas him or something like that. So, and it's it's the dude from Prometheus who turns into a big monster man who gets oh high. not Tom Hardy not Tom no it's not not Tom Hardy it's the guy who gets high in a spaceship and he turns into a big monster oh, man. oh yeah. Um, the, no, never bring weed on intergalactic missions. It never goes well for those people. Yeah, it's <laughs> Jason yeah. X. It's true. Prometheus. Um, anyway, going yeah. back to this is going to kind of tie into something. Okay. Henry Cavill on Mission Impossible got buddy buddy with Christopher McQuarrie, and they're talking doing a Man of Steel too. So, Holy shit, that'd be good, McQuarrie. Yeah. Macquarie's done like three movies, one of which will be the new Mission Impossible, I think. But he's a writer, I think. I could yeah. be wrong with all of this. I feel like I should double I'm check. I'm looking it up right now. I think he, I did, think he might have. He did the done, first Jack Reacher, Rogue Nation too. I think he did Rogue Nation and Jack Reacher. I feel like those are the two movies he directed. But he was a writer for a while. Jack, the first yeah. Jack Reacher, I will say, is like great. I had a really good time watching that. I don't remember a ton from it, but I, Werner Herzog is in it. <laughs> <laughs> and he is a crazy dude who he tells he gives his whole monologue about how he was in a gulag and had to eat all of his fingers. So he doesn't really have, oh, he only God. has like a thumb. And then he makes some dude eat his finger. He's like, in the gulags, they made me eat. It was so cold that and they did not feed us. So I had to eat my own fingers. I don't know. Is that even a good verter? And then he uh, makes some dude who like. Failed him eat his own fingers. At the end of the movie, they capture all the bad guys or whatever. I don't remember what the plot of Jack Reacher is, but Werner Herzog's there, and they're like, "What about the old man?" 
And someone goes like, we're not really sure how he fits into all of this. I was like, wait, <laughs> what? <laughs> no. Yeah, so Werner Herzog was just here just to talk about how he had to eat his own fingers or some shit. And I still find that like well worth the price of admission for Jack Reacher. Because it, it's that uh, and like Tom Cruise does a ton of stunt driving and it's it's good. It's a like camera. It's a like bullet. You know what I mean? But anyway, what were you saying? Yeah. He, yeah, you're right. He did Mission Impossible, Rogue Nation. He's doing Fallout, Jack Reacher. And then he also did The Way of the Gun in 2000. Film starring Ryan Philippe, Benicio Del Toro, Juliette Lewis, Tay Diggs. Yeah, so seems like an interesting movie. And he also, he did, all, he, you're right, he is mainly a writer. He wrote, oh, <laughs> he wrote The Mummy. Uh-oh. Um, Wait, The New Mummy? Oh, yeah. Tom Cruise Mummy. <laughs> Yeah, I guess he's mummy. buddies with Tom Cruise and Brian Singer. Ooh, problematic. Brian um, Singer wrote that? No, he wrote Jack the Giant Slayer for <laughs> Brian Singer. He also wrote The Usual Suspects. Jack the Giant uh, Slayer was like $200 million for some reason. Yeah. And, and like, it looked like it was 100. That was the reason Brian Singer had to go back to X-Men, because he was going to be in director's jail for that and not all the other <laughs> shit. And not being a shitty human being. Um, yeah. Edge of Tomorrow, he wrote... Jack Reacher, you know, uh, yeah. the tourist, uh, Valkyrie, yeah, usual suspect. I like Valkyrie. Valkyrie, I didn't see it because uh, I was still kind of salty that they weren't giving Brian Singer at the time. They weren't giving him the sequel to Superman Returns, but whatever. I digress. We ended up getting the best case scenario out of that. Um, um, all right, so I think that concludes our. Uh, rambling mini episode uh i'm gonna hit our mini episode is still 40 minutes long yeah we have (laughs) poor self-control so i'm gonna do how do you want to do this should i hit stop and make a new file yeah let's let's uh end this we're gonna probably i'm I'm, this might come out after our infinity war talk so uh, just bing bang yeah Yes, it just I don't know what's going to be first and if people actually listen to them in order. But thanks for listening, and uh, we'll be back soon. Bye.